Welcome back to the Eurog Podcast. Kyle's still taking notes. He's a slacker. This is going to be our week fit week 15 outlook with a little bit of a recap of week 14. Just some small things we're going to cover. A few little hit and miss things going around the NFL. Especially we've got some big topics to talk about with 37 players, I believe, today. Today is Tuesday. Yeah, Tested we'll positive that. for COVID. That's a big thing to cover. That's, I don't know. I don't like that. We'll go ahead and start with that. So, like, yeah, like Gavin said, 37 positive tests for COVID around the NFL today. It's a new league high um, since COVID's been around. And it, that, that means to tell you that it's spreading around the league and it could become a problem here. Um, a couple NHL games got canceled today. Um, I don't know if any NFL games will be canceled, but it no is way. spreading around the sports world. I just hope we're not heading down to a trend where we have to do a bubble again or we shut down again and no shut fans. the sports stuff down. Yeah, that would suck. I'm hoping we don't go through that again. There's no point at this point. Well, one, I mean, there is a point. But. One thing I wasn't a fan of is the Tyler Higby thing. Yeah, he was told joke. he was told right before game time. I mentioned it to Gavin before. Told right before game time on Monday night that he couldn't play. He tested positive a night or two before, and then he followed with two negatives. And he's fully vaxxed. So what are we doing? You test positive, and then you have two negative tests afterwards. Why aren't you on the field playing? Well, that I mean, what is the point? That the NFL's got to make up a ruling like, on that. They got to come up with something because. False positives are definitely a thing. One hundred percent. You know how many people have dealt with that? Yeah, and what's people the point? People get tested multiple times. The first one comes back. Yes. Positive. So, oh, now I'm gonna go get tested. So, what was the point of even testing him two more times? Like times? Higby did, you're screwed. What was the point of testing him two more times if it had no implication? On that's him what. I, that's what I don't understand. Like, it, it, if you're if it had no implication on him playing, why would you even test him two more? times? Well, maybe he can come back to practice earlier. If I was Tyler Higby, I would have flipped my shit in the NFL. I would have lost it. I mean, luckily for him, he's on a good team where if he doesn't play, they can still win the game against the technical best oh, team. Oh, I know NFL. so many people, by the way, last night that fell for the hole. Oh, my God, Jalen Ramsey's out. Tyler Higby's out. Jalen Ramsey out. hasn't been I'm going to throw bread like, on the Cardinals. He hasn't been that good Dude, for I him. know so many people that threw bread on the Cardinals, though. I Jared, I, I said the Rams the whole time. I like the Rams, too. I said the Rams the, the whole Rams time. Too. I just didn't want to lose any more money. So, so yeah, COVID's up. basically becoming a problem. So, hopefully, we can stop talking about this and it doesn't pick up around the league. It probably will. It seems like it's going as through. we see everywhere. As we the we Jets have masks everywhere now. Yeah, back. that's yeah. Well, that's also just New York, but the, the Jets. The Jets had the, their no in person meetings this week, so that if you're betting that game, could have an implication on their game. No in person meetings. They're practicing. That doesn't affect that game at all. The Jets but are it makes, terrible. The Dolphins makes no are going to roll them. They're they're practicing. They're allowed to practice, but they can't have in person meetings with each other and be in the same room. Meanwhile, they can touch the same football and go against each other in practice. In what world does that make sense? Well, it's like... It, that makes no sense. Well, it's like the ruling how you don't have to wear a mask if you're outside, like, in public, but you're inside a building. But, like, say you're in a mall. It's all spread out. Okay, we're getting way too on the COVID. Here's, here's we're going to leave that there. Okay. Yeah, we're digging ourselves in a hole that we don't it's, need it's, to get to. It's getting ridiculous. But, so we're going to start with a, a new segment, kind of, that we're introducing. Now that we're getting down to, to the, the nitty-gritty December football days, um, and it's kind of put up or shut up time around the league, we're going to start with a segment called Coaching Hot or Not. So self-explanatory, whether these coaches are on the hot seat or not. we got six coaches to debate. Should be pretty interesting. we got a couple coaches that I don't even know how they're still currently employed. So without further ado, we will start, Gavin, with the one I was referencing when I said I don't know how he's employed, Urban Meyer. Currently has a Jaguars at 2-11. and We have seen Trevor Lawrence, who's supposed to be a generational talent, come out the gates and look like he has no idea what to do on a football field. What are your thoughts? Is his seat hot or is it not? I mean, his seat's 100% it's hot, but I don't think they're going to... It sucks because the team's just terrible. He obviously hasn't done a good job like outside of the, like, outside of the, the game itself. 
He's brought in enough PR issues, you could say. But no, that's an yeah. understatement. So, if he didn't have any of those issues, I think he'd definitely be locked in for another year. I think they'd give him a second year opportunity, first year in the NFL as a coach, dealing with a rookie quarterback and really no one around him to play. Offensive line is nothing, no receivers. But since he's had all the extracurricular activities that have been dog shit, especially how supposedly how he talked to his entire staff, He's definitely on the hot seat, and I can definitely see him not being their coach next year. Not being an NFL coach next year. Here's really. what we'll do moving forward with this segment. So we're going to act as if, you know, say you were the GM, the current acting GM of this coach's team. Make your decision. Is this coach coming back, or are you firing him after this season? I think he's still got weeks to prove himself. I can't. Okay. I don't want to make the determination. I, I definitely am saying, as of now, I'm definitely leaning towards he's gone. Okay. And so my take on this is Urban Meyer is 100% out the window. If not after this Sunday, he's out. 100% at the end of the season, mostly because of off-the-field stuff. Yes. Like, yes, his product looks terrible on the field. He, it looks like he's done nothing for Trevor Lawrence. We've seen coaches come from college and be successful in college that don't find success in the NFL. It's a completely different game of football. Anybody who tells you it's not doesn't know football. But it's completely different. It doesn't look like he's adjusting well. You made a good point. He has very little talent. However, it looks like they have no fight. Like, you see the Lions. They have no talent. They play hard. See the Texans, they have no talent. They play hard. The Jets, for the most part, as much as they stink, they have no talent besides a little bit on offense, but they play hard. This Jags team just gets steamrolled and looks like they, have, they don't give any effort. That's true. So they, you, when you have a veteran receiver, Marvin Jones, who's like 32, and he's been around the league and he's very well respected, walk out of practice, walk out of meetings because Urban Meyer is disrespecting him, and you see him... One, you got the whole stunt with him at his own bar. That was stupid. You got him, in, before he even coached a game in the NFL, hired a coach from Iowa, a strength coach that was fired from Iowa for making racist comments, and he thought it was a good idea to hire him. And then you bring up this thing where he's like, okay, if we have a leak of information, um, they're fired immediately. And he called out his coach yeah, and called stupid, him. Yeah. He called his coach the losers in front of your team. He's out the window. For me, if I'm the GM, I'm saying you can coach the last three or four games, but you're done after this. Collect your paycheck. Get out of my building. I, I can see it. My commitment is to my first-round quarterback and building this team from the ground up, and you are not the kind of culture builder we want. Sir. Next one, Gavin. Kevin Stefanski for the Browns. 7-6 and six right now as they stand. Mm. In his second year. I know. I know. I'm going to say you give him another shot. I don't, I don't hate Kevin Stefanski. And I also don't hate the Browns. The Browns obviously underperformed thus far. And they're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think. But they have a chance. They still have a chance. And that, that gives me support for them and giving them another year to try and figure it out. I mean, especially they started off with the stupid Odell issue for the first however many weeks and dealing with that. And right. Baker Mayfield definitely hurt. He's been consistently hurt for, I'd say, majority of the season where he's not playing at 100%. I'd say give him one more year. I don't really need to touch more on that. I like Kevin Stefanski. I think he's a pretty good coach. Okay, here's my take. I think he's a good offensive coach. Um, however, the only knock I had on that hire to begin with was when he was the Vikings offensive coordinator. The playoff game against the 49ers, he had like three first downs the whole game. That which, 49ers defense was... It was disgusting. It was the year they went to the Super Bowl, I believe. Yes. But, but three regardless, first three first downs in a, in a 60-minute NFL game is disgusting oh, and pitiful. Terrible. With that being said, he brought the Browns to the divisional round last year for the first time in however many years. Yes. He had Baker playing like a first overall pick last year. This year, we've seen tremendous regression in Baker. But however, like you said, a lot of it. Is I I'm of not injuries. putting that all on him. I'm not either. A lot of it's because of injuries. We saw the whole Odell thing, how that went down. 
it seems like he might be losing a little bit of connection between him and Baker, him and his quarterback. So if I'm the GM, I need to address it with Stefanski and say, hey, what is going on with you and Baker? What is going on with your team? And you kind of need to gauge whether this team is losing respect for him or not. I do think he's a good coach. I think he has a bright future as a head coach. I think his feet is hot. I think it has to be because of the way the Browns have regressed. And the Browns are borderline win-now mode within the next two, three years, the way they're built. I think I think next year more or less. I think this year right. kind of... Right. So I think, cool. you, I think I will, as of now, I'd give him one more year unless these next four games he goes out and absolutely puts a shit product on the field. Other than that, I'd give him next year unless he gives me a reason not to in these next four or five games. That's fair. All right. Next one. I love this discussion. Joe Judge for the New York Giants, currently sitting at 4-9. and nine. You're the GM. What are you doing? I honestly, I don't know, because that team is just... Uh, I, think that, I think the Giants just have so many areas they need to work with. <clears throat> I don't think it's a good uh, a good time to get rid of a coach. I mean, if, I'm, if they're going for a new quarterback, which I think they will... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, though. I don't know if they will. Because it's not a quarterback-heavy draft class. I not know. a lot of good first-round talent. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be a race for Kenny Pickett at yeah. the top. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. I think you can leave. I think you can keep Joe Judge. Okay. You're, yes, they're 4-9, but they're 4-9 because they're... Lack of talent. Yeah, lack of talent, for sure. And Daniel Jones just... Poop. Yeah, I don't think he's good at all. I think they need a quarterback. All right, here's my take on this thing. If I'm the GM, I'm firing myself. <laughs> that, that GM, Dave Gettleman, has done an absolutely atrocious job of building a team from the ground up. He took over in, like, 2017. That's true. You drafted Daniel Jones at the sixth pick, which was a reach. Absolute reach. You took, you picked a quarterback out of Duke. I heard a statistic. English is hard. I heard a statistic today on TV. Daniel Jones at Duke had a 59% completion percentage. And against top 25 teams, in the like whether it's in the ACC or any top 25 team they played, he averaged 155 passing yards a game. So I did not granted, know that's Duke, that. granted Duke has less talent, but you clearly reached for him. It's showing in the NFL. He's had turnover problems. That's ridiculous, though. That's terrible right. numbers. Uh, You're so still I'm, in college. You're still in college. You can right. still. But long story short, I'm not ready to give up on Joe Judge yet. My one knock I have on him is one: you hired Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator. That that was a horrible move. Good hindsight. That, that's a hindsight take, but it's a horrible move. And then two. Be yourself. I feel like this guy tries to be too much like Bill Belichick, and he's just not. Yeah. Like, be yourself. He tries to install the Patriot way with the Giants, who have a completely different culture and a completely different roster. Like, don't be Bill. You're not Bill. Be yourself. You can't do that overnight. Yeah. Like, people don't respect you like that. Right. It, it, I think it's the same thing that we saw with Matt Patricia on the Lions. He tried to do the same thing with the Lions, and he lost his team after the first year or two. Yeah, he And did. he worked himself out of a job because he tried to be Bill, and you're not Bill. You know, that's why I think Brian Brian Flores in Miami has done very well. He's being himself. Mike Vrabel is being himself. He's not being Bill Belichick. Yeah, like when Josh McDaniels left the first time to go to the Broncos. Not the first time, the only time as of now. He did the same thing. Yeah, like be yourself. Bill O'Brien. You can thing. use their culture and their philosophies and stuff, but this, at the end of the day, you got to have your own, your own set of culture and your own thoughts and ways to go about things. You're so. not following the military uh, yeah. aspect there. Yeah, like you're not Bill Belichick. You're not going to be the same the straight old face. 65-year-old, yeah. you know, Patriot way type of guy. Yeah, it's not gonna work. So I retain him for one more year, try to build on this roster next year, and then next year prove it to me. Prove me why you should keep your job. All right, so our, our fourth coach we're going to talk about is the Broncos head coach, Vic Fangio, currently setting at 7-6. and six. 
I think he's fine. He's fine. I think the Broncos have performed better than I mean I thought they were. I didn't think they were going to do anywhere near that good. I think I called them a five-win team before the season I did started. Too. I did too. So outperforming in my opinion. Let them ride. I mean they got a lot of they got a lot of work to do, obviously. But their defense has played really well. I mean even since they got rid of Von Miller, they've been playing unbelievable. Almost but, better. Yeah. Realistically, it seems like it. So yeah, I'm saying keep him. Yeah, I I think I think keep him too. I think he. He has a decent culture going on over there. He doesn't really have – I mean, he has a good secondary. That Pat Sertain pick, I mean, I know the GM makes the pick, but their cor- that corner is disgusting, the kid from Alabama. Um, I'd like to see Javante Williams play more than Melvin Gordon moving forward. That kid's also gross. But, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's his quarterback, and Teddy Bridgewater is a disgrace of a football of a quarterback at this point in his career. I've watched a couple games where it's just like it, he looks absolutely horrible. He's a bottom-five quarterback in my opinion right now. Um, although he does cover a lot, I, I was gonna say I he does cover that. a lot. But dude, I mean, I'm more specifically talking about the Chiefs game. If you watch that primetime game, uh, he was absolutely horrible. Yeah, horrible. But I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs defense looks phenomenal. It has lately, yeah. But he, I mean, he has weapons. Like, let's not. Jerry sure. Judy's back. Cortland Sutton's playing. Tim Patrick's playing. Like Noah Good Font's point. playing. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, like he has weapons, and he's only he averaging more than enough weapons. Right, more and and his old offensive line is okay. I'm not gonna say it's good. They're decent. Yeah. They're so I think bad. if he the can, middle of the pack. That's I think they might be in the quarterback market this year because Drew Locke stinks, Teddy Bridgewater stinks. Yeah. They could either trade or get. You a trade for Zach Wilson. I mean, no, he's gonna be a backup by next year, hopefully. But we'll get to Zach Wilson later. I'm gonna talk about him. Um, but yeah, I'm keeping Vic Fangio. All right. Next one, Pete Carroll. Seahawks nope. currently sitting at five and eight. Pete Carroll's also like seventy-three yeah. years old. I mean, but it, it's up to him if he wants to leave. That's they're not getting rid of him. You think? No way. Is that like is that kind of like a loyalty thing? It's a loyalty thing. Else. And Russell Wilson missed how many games? Russell Wilson might not be back. Yeah, but either way, you're not gonna. No, 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 no way they get rid of Pete Carroll unless Pete Carroll decides to leave himself, <coughs> which he might decide to leave himself if Russell Wilson leaves. Here's my thing on Pete Carroll. So they're five and eight, and they don't really have any immediate future because the Jets have their first round pick. They have a safety Jamal Adams who's absolutely terrible. Yeah, they have. A, they don't really have a lot of building blocks on offense besides their two receivers. Their offensive line stinks. Which I could see him not wanting to do. Russell with Wilson. Leaving. Russell Wilson's probably going to leave. Here's my thing. I think the, the general manager needs to make a decision. Are you going to fully commit to a rebuild, or are you going to try to stay in win now mode? The answer is if if you're in win now rebuild. if you're in win now mode you keep them if you're starting a rebuild but they're not in win mountain win now mode they can't be but you're you're Russell Wilson's gonna be 34 next year so you're getting to that territory where it's either win now or completely restart there's no in between at this point I think they should completely restart might as well, I do too might as well get and I think it. if you completely restart you move on from Russell Wilson you can get a, a ton of picks for him and you let Pete Carroll go and let a new coach come in and get his own guys in I mean, that's I, my opinion. I don't know you get a ton of picks for him what team's willing to give up. Dude, a team like the Giants. Yeah, but what do you? They're not gonna do. Oh, get rid of three first-round picks. Why? I think that's stupid. Any team, when teams do that for a player, I think it's the dumbest the, damn thing. You think the Steelers, who could be in win-now mode next year, wouldn't trade first three first-rounders? No. For Russell Wilson? Nope. Three first-round picks. I absolutely think they would. Three first-round picks? Yes. No, that's stupid. The Steelers next year, they get an offensive lineman in the free agent market, and they get Russell Wilson. They're contender. Right away. No, I agree. They're a contender right away. There's a lot of teams. The Browns. three first round picks. Say the Browns move on from Baker and they decide to get Russell Wilson. They're also a contender right away. They're not dropping three first round picks. Okay. I just think we're going to see a lot of teams moving forward if the Rams succeed this year, behave like the Rams and say, hey, 
we're going to rely on guys that are proven and guys that are winners rather than first-round picks that could be a bust. Yeah, no, I agree. If it works out for the Rams. wasting three picks. So what are you doing? Would you fire him after this year? Pico, no. See, I would. I'd completely, no, I'd I'm, completely I'm, restart I'm leaving it on the table because... I wouldn't fire that's him. Only, I wouldn't you're fire not firing him. him. I would say if we're Russell, moving in a different direction. If Russell Wilson's going... And then, and then you flip to rebuild mode. You bring it up. You're like, we we need to like figure out a direction here. Yeah, you're not you're not firing Pete Carroll like that. You'd be like, we need to try and. But here's the thing, Pete Carroll in the last three years has been through like three different offensive coordinators. You can't find one that sticks because you just can't agree on a philosophy with them. Or Russell Wilson can't agree on a philosophy with them. I don't think Russell Wilson's the problem. I don't think, I don't think he's a problem either. I'm just saying it could go. Both All right. Ways. And yeah. our last coach we were talking about, Matt Rule. For the Carolina Panthers. I didn't write his record down. I believe they have five wins. I think they're five and eight. I think he's good. Their defense is good. They just don't have a quarterback. That's the problem. Cam Newton's terrible, as we can see. Like, unbelievably bad. They're not going to move the ball this week. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that game. We'll get into that game a little bit. But we're not really going to. That's not really one of the main ones we're going to talk about. Either way, they are not moving the ball this week. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm, I'm, I'm the same with you. I, I think their defense is... Top the defense five is very good. They've done a good job of building their defense, and you can't really, I mean, I guess this kind of applies to Joe Judge too. You can't really judge a, a, an offensive coach. Matt Rule's an offensive guy. Yeah. You really can't judge an offensive coach that doesn't have a competent quarterback. He has rotated between Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, and P.J. Walker. I can't think of a worse quarterback rotation other than maybe the 2015 Jets with Geno Smith and Bryce Petty. I I really can't. Good comparison. Right? I, I like. I can't think of another quarterback room that has been worse in the last 10 years of recent memory. That is the worst quarterback room I've ever seen. That is pretty terrible. I might take Geno Smith and Bryce Petty over that quarterback room at this point in time because Cam Newton's not what he used to be. Cam Newton is, I don't know what happened. P.J. Walker went into a game, went three for 17. And I think Cam Newton needs to eat a steak. It's because he's a vegan now. Yeah. Well, we've seen with people in history, you become a vegan, your bones give out, and you get hurt all the time. <laughs> you it's become weaker. Don't be a vegan. But I'm keeping, I'm keeping Matt Rule 100%. He's got to find a new offense coordinator, but he'll be fine. Yeah, I like that. They'll move in a good direction. All right, so before we get to our Week 15 outlook, I just want to talk about Zach Wilson. Gavin said he would let me. So this is a recurring theme. Last week I was talking about Zach Wilson. Hey, Rookie of the Week. Only, <laughs> only, only two-time rookie of, the, rookie of the Week winner. This week I... He got shithead of the week this week. Yeah, this week I tweeted in the middle of the game. I tweeted at the Jets owner and said, okay, the experiment's over. Time to move on. I And I kid you not, I have I witnessed two throws that Zach Wilson made that made me want to th- absolutely throw up everything in my stomach. On one, he rolled out to the right. Tight end slipped. He chipped and slipped. Nobody within... Well, the chip block. Yeah. Nobody within seven, eight yards of him. And he threw it at his feet. Easy first down. Absolutely disgusting. And then the next one, I brought it up in the podcast that we talked about when the Jets played the Falcons. Zach Wilson can't throw a bubble. He can't throw a bubble. A bubble, Gavin. A bubble. We had seven quarterbacks on my football team at Endicott College. All seven make that throw 10 out of 10 times. All seven of them. Division three. Even the seven stringer makes that throw 10 times out of 10. And this is a guy getting paid millions of dollars. It's an, it was an RPO, right? It was the right read. Freaking bounced past it at his feet, four yards in front of his feet. I would have I would have benched him right on the spot. Now, okay, my Jets fan taken out of it, okay? That was my rant. No, he sucks. I'm not He's horrible. He's fan. absolutely terrible. Outside looking in, he is terrible. But. Waste of a second overall pick. I mean, it's a little early to tell that. Don't but I, mean. I think he's terrible, too. I'm ready to, I already gave up on him. However, 
However, if I'm the Jets' offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, moving forward, I'm completely taking or I'm taking out 95% of our RPOs moving forward because his mechanics are absolutely atrocious. I'm taking out RPOs because that's where his mechanics go out the window the most, and I'm getting him out of the pocket more. I'm not keeping him in the pocket. It all starts with his footwork. Now, I, I coach high school quarterbacks, and I played quarterback in high school or in college. His footwork is he, – he tries to throw like Aaron Rodgers, but, buddy, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Like, he doesn't bring his back half through, and he, like it, like, it, like, skids it behind him. It makes no sense. There's only two other quarterbacks in the league, Pat Mahomes and Rodgers, that can throw like that. Maybe Josh Allen. Maybe later in your career you can do it. Not right now. Clearly. I just think he's terrible. His inaccuracy is, like, granted he was playing without his top two receivers this week, but he was missing throws. Yeah, but really, what's the difference between your top two receivers when you're the Jets? My point is, like, it's not a big drop. I mean, Elijah Moore's a stud, and he would be the best receiver on the Patriots. Anyway, moving forward, like, if if a receiver's open, you have to hit them. You have to hit them. And he's just missing them by, like, by a lot. He loves, not, he loves overthrowing. He's not just putting it behind him. Dude, he's in the it. middle of the field, he overthrows oh every damn pass. Ten feet over his head. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Ten feet over his head. That's the funniest thing I see. It, it, it's Forget it's him throwing it around in the bubble. He throws it over everybody's damn head. Now, I'm an honorable guy. I will, stick by, I will stick by my morals. I'm not ready to give up on him because it's still his rookie year, and he's still got a lot to go. a lot of shit for not giving up on him. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I mean, he stinks. As you can tell, I'm a Jets fan. I'm back and forth here. I'm not ready to give up on him. But he stinks. He has a lot of work to do. All right. A lot of work to do in the mechanics. That's fair. Let's get into our Week 15 outlook, please. Chiefs, Chargers. Thursday night game. Yep, Chargers are plus three. Rashawn Slater, the, it's, the left tackle for the Chargers. It's at is the out. Chargers. It's at the Chargers. The Chargers okay. left tackle is out. One of the best left tackles in the league. That hurts bad. It hurts bad. Justin Herbert can move, though. He can. It, that throw he made last week was, was one of the best throws that, I've seen. That was unbelievable. I don't know. One of the best throws I've seen all year. I don't know how that played out so well. That was perfect. It just dropped to him. He put it sixty yards on a dot. I don't. I don't get it. In his breadbasket. That was probably the best throw. And that's a, that's the thing. Ever like, seen. That's the throws he was making in college. But everyone called me an idiot when he when I said he was better than Tua coming out of college. He was making the same throws at Oregon. Just he played in the Pac-12, so people didn't buy it. You know. Either way, yeah, that was probably one of the best. Results. He is that dude. He is that dude. But I would lean Chiefs here. To yeah. Be honest with the you. fact that the Chargers are only plus three is. <clears throat> I think that line's going to move. I think we'll see four and a half or five. Well, if you think about it, the Chargers are home. The Chiefs are technically a six-point favorite because yeah. of the home field advantage. Yeah, but, like, drop that because we're right. still betting the damn game. But you're missing. The Chiefs are on a roll. They're yes. missing the left tackle. Yes. The Chiefs' offense is starting to pick up a little steam. They're rolling downhill now. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to bet this game, I would highly suggest you bet Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over because they're going to pound the rock because the Chargers are the worst run defense in the league. Good point. Um, maybe even bet Pat Mahomes under, but... Pat Mahomes looked like himself last week. Yeah. Granted, he played the Raiders, but the Chiefs look like they're back. They're the hottest team in football. They've won besides the Patriots. They've won six in a row. So, I'm leading Chiefs here. I'm 100% leading Chiefs here, too. I think everybody's going to look at that throw. I think it's divisional. There. Keep that in mind. Yes, it is a divisional game. So, it might, that's why the line is so close. But the Chargers beat them last time, right, in Arrowhead. Yeah, yes. earlier in the year. They beat yeah, them in Arrowhead. Like what week... That was early, first five weeks. Very early, and that's when the Chiefs were kind of slow. Yes. So I think this is their this is their get back. I like the Chiefs too. Whoa! Yep. By the way, breaking news: NFL has now had seventy five positive COVID tests in the last two days. Holy shit! That's bad. But yes, and I like the Chiefs. we're coming down to a lockdown again. Okay. Yep. Uh, next game: Pats Colts. 
The uh, Pats are actually getting two and a half points. Colts, it, all day. It's in Indiana. Give me the Colts, all day. The Pats always beat the Colts. This is it's the Mac science. Jones failure game. It just happens. This, this is, is where Mac Jones Mac looks Jones like a Mac Jones is going to throw for 350. Three TDs. <laughs> 300 yards over under Mac Jones. Well, what's the actual over under? I don't know. It doesn't come out yet. It's got to be like it's got to be like 240. Probably. But you said 350, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm giving gonna, you 50 yards. Well, I think he could do it. I could do it too, but I'm not going to. You could do shit. But I love I love the Colts here. Colts are a hot team. He just hates the Patriots. I do hate the Patriots. Colts are a hot team. Patriots. Patriots are a hot team. Seven in a row. And coming off a bye week. That's coming off a damn bye week. Mac Jones, even, Mac Jones didn't even throw last Exactly! Time. He's ready to rock! His shoulder's going to be rusty. He, he probably had a couple cheeseburgers after the game. I would, too. I he, would he's do. already fat as it is, so it's going to weigh him down. He can't move outside the pocket. Oh, yeah, sure. So they're just going to contain him. You know, make Maybe if Zach Wilson needs a damn cheeseburger, he'll throw the ball. Jesus. Clown. Give me the Pats. See, Plus like, two and a th- half. This is what I don't like. Everyone personally attacks me about Zach Wilson. When have I ever said Zach Wilson's good? You're giving, you're still giving him a chance. I don't. That, that doesn't. Well, make sense. yeah, he's my you team quarterback. The guy. I gave Sam Darnold a chance for three years for too. Ten minutes, and then you just say, "You're still my quarterback." I, I'm still gonna he's my quarterback. But until he's not my quarterback, I have to defend him. That's fair, I guess. Not like really. I defended Sam Darnold for three years. I don't know. I think, but when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. If, if you made a yeah, bad decision. Yeah, it's not time to move on yet. If you, they if made you, a bad decision. It's too early to tell that. You said they made a bad decision before. I, I mean, I didn't want Zach Wilson from the get-go, no. but, like, it's still I wanted too Mac early Jones the whole time. I said that's last, like, that's, that's like saying, like, that's like saying Peyton Manning was a bust after he threw 28 picks his rookie year and set the rookie record of picks. Peyton Manning was a fluke. Okay, get back on you topic. Many, Colts many minus two and that. a half. I'll be going to SantaCon Saturday morning, and I'm leaving SantaCon just to go watch this game because this is going to be a really good football game. This, this is going to be, be football, football porn. Game. I'm going to have to make sure I find a spot to watch this game. I need to make sure I don't have too many beverages because Me too. if I do, I'm going to put a boatload on the Colts. And that could if I do, I'm game. going to put a boatload on the Pats. I'm going to put, the bo- put a boatload on the Pats. So if we were smart, we would just bet it straight up to take the bookie juice out of it. You know what I mean? That's fair. But... Let's not do no, that. It's not, it's not fun. Yeah. It's no fun in that. No fun in that. Bengals, Broncos, at the Broncos. Trap Broncos game. minus one and a half. That's a trap game. Trust me. It's I, always I, a trap game. I love the Bengals and Joe Burrow. I love them. But it's really hard to play in Denver, first of all. It's fair. Two, Javante Williams is picking up steam. Also fair. And as we said before, the Broncos are a very good team at covering. They're both seven and six. They both have playoff uh, implications playoff coming up here. This, this talk about make or break. We said it last is, week. Yeah, we, we said it last week. The Bengals. This is, this this is, is there. Make or break. This is there. You go first. Like with the Bills this week. That's the uh, Bills. Yeah, that's a make or break. Six. Yeah. We don't need to so talk about. Who that. are you taking? Are you taking? If you were to bet it, I'm not going to touch it. Oh no, it's one of my best bets. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm not touching it. I'm going to the trap. Give me the trap. I can't bet against Joe Burrow. I would never bet against Joe Burrow. I he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, but. If I was betting it non-biased, I would probably bet the Broncos. I'm falling for the trap. Can't really go wrong betting that defense or those weapons in Denver. But I hope the Bengals win. I, I, I hope you win that bet. I, I really think do. the Bengals will win. I'm, I, might, I might get a Joe Burrow jersey for myself for Christmas. Black with the orange stripes. For yourself. So sexy. Oh, yeah, for myself. Fair enough. Yeah, treat yourself, man. Fair enough. But. Uh, Packers-Ravens in Baltimore. Oh. Only a four and a half point spread, obviously. Oh, the home team, three points, whatever. And here's the thing that scares me about that. You see what Aaron Rodgers said after the last game? He said my toe is, so he has a toe injury? Yeah. That He said his surgery is the last resort. 
But he said it's progressively getting worse after every game. Yeah, but they numb that stuff. So- yeah, it's because all they're doing is shooting him up with a damn shot and thinking it's numb as shit for the game. Then when it finally wears off, he finally feels that he was running on it for the last four and a half hours and getting smoked yeah, and stepped I mean, on. I mean, to me, like, the, here's the thing. We talked about it all season. The no-brainer picks, like the Cardinals on Monday night, are the ones that... Well, lose. I don't think this is a no-brainer pick. I, I don't How? think it is. Lamar Jackson has played his worst football in the last six football. weeks of his yes, career. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. I the, agree. The, the Ravens are all banged up. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers saying that shit... The Packers are the Packers are one of the hottest teams in football. They're they're 11-2 and two against the spread. They are 11-2 against the spread. I, I mean... Yeah. I mean, everything that goes up must come down, so they're bound to, to lose again another game. I don't, know. I, I don't have any faith in the Ravens whatsoever. I don't either. I don't I don't either. I don't I either. Don't, yeah, I have zero faith in the Ravens at this point. Not one bit. I would lean Packers. He's, they figured them out. They figured out the yes. Ravens' offense. I, yeah, well, yeah. And, and Lamar is also not going to be fully healthy. Yeah, and that also hurts. So, and the Packers' defense is still playing good. And that's another thing, though. With Lamar exiting. Well, Aaron Rodgers isn't Lamar healthy. exited last week, and he's like, Questionable this week, and the line's only four yeah, and a half. Boot, was it? No, no. It was just that is sketchy to me. Like I'm just not. I'd rather not bet it than fall for a trap. Nothing. Nothing makes me more angry Sign than falling for a trap. Sign me up. Uh, last game we'll talk about. Okay. Just because it's divisional, and the Saints always have the Bucks number. Saints Bucks. It's in Tampa. Now, one of my best bets is in this game. Bucks minus seven. What do you got? The over? No, the under. Yeah, the under. Divisional What's game the under. Under fifty. 51? 46 and a half. And Ooh. the reason the reason oh, I like that's that. Low. The reason I well, like Saints, that. The Saints offense is garbage. The Saints, well, the Saints offense is garbage. They're going to have to. I mean, and here's the thing. I don't it, know. It might, that's be a, low. it might be a Bucks blowout because the Saints are going to have to run the ball with Taysom Hill and Kamara. And the Bucks are the best run defense in the league. So Taysom Hill is going to kind of have to throw. So maybe I, now that I think about it, I don't maybe like it's not a best bet. I just went with 46 and a half is low. Here's my, here's the Bucs can go out there and score 35 points. And they might. Here's, Easy. Here's my logic behind it. If the Bucs get up big, they're going to run, run the clock out. I don't expect the Saints to score a lot. Two, Tom Brady has struggled against the Saints in his career with the yes, Bucs so far. Yes, they lost to Taysom Hill. or They lost to Trevor Simeon last time they played. Well, Tom started Brady off, lost to Trevor started off as James Winston. Yes, but it was a, it was like a yes, they tie did, game. When that's, why I'm, that's why this game scares me, and I don't want to so, touch it. It's an 11-point it, spread, too. And it's the divisional game. I, I, I lean with the under here. I the think fact I'm that it's a, the fact that it's an eleven point spread though, I don't. The like eleven point spread does. That's why I'm like the the Bucks are going to show up and beat them by thirty. So okay, so it's thirty. If it's a thirty-five to ten game, the under hits. Yeah, but what if it's 35 15, 35, not 15, I mean, 25, if, if twenty one, if, if I can tell a few, I'm not touching that game. Period. I want nothing to do with it. I would. I would maybe tease the Bucks. Maybe I've, maybe if it's going the way I think it is, and I've been if it's fourteen nothing to start. Fuck it. I've been hot with teasers lately. I might teaser them, do like a three-team teaser. I want nothing to do with it. What would that line? It's 11 and a half? It's 11. It's 11? All right, so teaser them down to five. I can make that work. I can see that. I don't hate that. Teaser them down to five. You know? I mean, I still think they smoke them. And then here's the Personally, thing. but I just don't I don't have that much faith in it just because the way they play I each would, other. If I were to teaser them, and since we're getting into our best bets, this is why I'll, I'll say this. I would teaser Bucks minus five, Bucks down to minus five, Texans to plus nine and a half against the Jaguars, and Bengals to plus seven and a half against the Broncos. What are you gonna pay twenty bucks on that bet? Twenty. Well, no, 20? twenty only wins three six thirty six. So I'd probably put like fifty on it to win ninety. It's a six point teaser. There's so. that one too. I actually love that now that I said it. I do. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I've been really good with teasers because teasers are good for somebody who gets a good read on lines, which I, I mean. 
I don't want to put, pat myself in the back, but. All right, best bets, because that's, we're not doing that. That was weird. You don't do that. Do what? Talk about yourself like that. You suck. How much did you lose this week? Not not much. I had a, first of all, I had a three-team teaser this week. I had a six-team teaser last week. So I'm I'm good at teasers is what I meant. I'm not saying I'm good better. Fair enough. Which I am when it comes to football. Best bets. But whatever. Best bets. Start off. I got the Rams. I got I had four and a half is what I saw for a spread. What'd yeah, I saw seven. I saw seven on my app. Either way, even if it's seven, I'm still riding with the Rams over is the Seahawks. It in LA? It's in LA. Okay, that's a game changer. In it's the, in LA. Oh, and while we're talking about the Rams, right? Stafford, his season this year is scary identical to Tom Brady's last year. It Tom is. Brady started out hot with the Bucks. We're like, all right, here we go. Then he went through a struggle period. They lost to the Bears in Chicago. Went through a couple games where we were like, all right, father time has hit Tom Brady. And then came out strong, finished strong going into the playoffs. Matt Stafford started up here in MVP conversation. Yep. Went all the way down, we said, this is the same guy. He was in Detroit. He can't win. And now we're on the way back up again where this guy is the it factor. Yeah, it's, it's, that offense is starting to click. Yeah, same. So I'm, the Rams' I'm offense this year is very identical to the Bucks last year. Yeah, so. I agree. That's what I have to say. I'm with it. And Odell looks like he's back in his prime. We'll see. We got a little bit more time to come up with that one. Uh, Packers at Ravens. I got the Packers. Okay. Minus four and a half. I mean, obviously we discussed it earlier. I, I think the Packers bowl them. Yep. And then, and then like I said earlier, also Bengals at Broncos. Give me the Bengals uh, plus one and a half. Okay. I, I, I hope for your sake that the Packers and Bengals are not traps and that I'm reading it wrong. I'm falling for the damn trap. Let's ride. Okay. So my best bets, Texans plus three and a half against the Jags. As I said earlier, the Jaguars with under Urban Meyer are absolutely not playing for him. They don't like him. What do you do when you want a coach to be fired at the end of the year? You don't play hard and you you say, screw it. And you you know, just I'm playing practice. for myself. I'm, yeah. So Texans actually play hard and actually enjoy football. So Texans plus three and a half, sprinkle the money line plus one fifty five. I love Trevor Lawrence, don't like Davis Mills, but I think the Texans are a harder playing football team right now. I like that. I, like I have the Bucks Saints under forty six and a half. He talked himself out of it. I did talk myself out of it. That'll be a game time decision. Niners minus eight and a half at the Falcons. Niners getting hot at the right time. Is Debo back? Debo is back this week. He right. played last I like week. That bet then Kittle has become the best tight end in football because Travis Kelsey has been struggling. He had back-to-back games with 100-plus yards and, like, eight receptions and a touchdown. He's a stud. Jimmy G actually looks – like, if I'm the 49ers, I'm bringing Jimmy G right as of now back next year and saying Trey Lance take another year on the bench. Jimmy yeah. G is playing Jimmy that G's well. playing very well. He's yeah. playing very well. And George Kittle is just George yes. Kittle. So. And their defense actually looks capable. I don't buy the Falcons, especially with Calvin Ridley out. That's fair. Don't really have a run game. Have no ounce of defense. I like – the Niners minus eight and a half. Another teaser through. candidate. Teaser them down to two and a half. Cover your field goal. Fair. Like that. Big teaser week in my opinion. You know, if you're into teasers, Jared thinks it's a it's a prideless bet, but money's money. Money is money. Money's money. Jared, you're an idiot. He, Jared says I'd rather lose than bet a teaser. Okay. All right, lose. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, lose that, money. Doesn't affect me. I'd rather yeah, I'd rather win a teaser. I'll take money. <laughs> I'd rather win a right. teaser. That's all we got. You anything else you want to talk about? No, I mean we covered pretty much everything. All right. It's gonna be interesting. Yes, it will. Should be a very good game. We got the Saturday game. We, we do have the Saturday two Saturday games. Two Saturday games, yeah. Oh, the Browns have been hit by hard by COVID. Yes. Seven seven players today on the COVID list. Really? Two offensive linemen. And you, you, that's Darvish just going to keep going up because they're going to start testing. It's going to keep going up. Be tested. Yep. 
not betting so. that game. But yeah, no check in next week. Next week we'll talk about start talking about the playoffs and how they're shaping up. Thanks for watching.